Please note that this podcast may include foul language, dark humor, and descriptions of violence. Life in Appalachia is difficult. Okay, Rusty. Remember, nothing beats a failure but a try. Nothing beats a failure but a try. And nothing. Guess that means I'm done with you, you big ol' hunk of junk. I guess I could always try Morgantown. They have probably a library. Alright, buddy, let's... Oh, wait! <laughs> You're spinning! Oh, okay. Alright. Okay, Rusty, we planned for this. Where are your notes? Where are your notes? Okay. Here we go. Hi, listener. <laughs> My name is Rusty, and I am the librarian here at the city of New Watoga. Which you may not know what that is. So, uh, in the old Watoga, which was the city from, you know, before the war, uh, some of us have just kind of settled in and making a new city now. The city of New Watoga. Right now, I am holed up in the library here in the high school. I've taken out probably most of the ghouls. I don't know. They're really rough this time of year. So I'm going to say that there's probably some out there, you know, gnashing away at whatever might happen to walk by. So I'm going to talk pretty quickly now that I know this works. <laughs> I was not expecting this. So before I really get into everything, I'm just going to start with a few warnings. I'm going to tell you about how the city came to be because we're getting up to the first year of being a city. A lot of places don't make it this far, so I kind of wanted to take some time and just tell you about it, because who knows if there'll ever be another chance to do it. Who knows if we'll make it to our second year. So in this history, there are going to be some topics that I'm going to talk a lot about. I'm going to tell you a lot about the people, a lot about our trials and our tribulations. I'm going to talk about the things that I've enjoyed my personal life. Okay, maybe not so much about my personal life. But my husband was the mayor. Was being the keyword. There's also going to be some things that I won't talk about. Uh, I really don't like to talk ill of anybody. So there's going to be some difficult things too that I'm probably going to discuss, but we can figure that out later. My plan right now is just to try and get some other people to come down here and talk to you a little bit. It's been a crazy journey and there have been a lot of players along the way. So, who knows? Maybe somebody will come sit down in here in this library. Or I can bring this recording device to my pink castle on the edge of the mire. Thank you very much. But <laughs> that's a story for another day. Because I kind of want to talk to you about the world it is now. Unfortunately, the world really isn't what we were promised when we grew up in the vault. I remember I entered Vault 76 as a young girl, freshly ripped from her brother's arms. A lot of us were pulled out of situations that we wanted to be in and placed in one that was very difficult. And it was all for reasons that weren't under our control. Maybe I didn't get into Vault 76 the same way that everybody else did. But 
Everyone in there, they were supposed to be the best and the brightest. At least, that's what they kept telling us over the loudspeakers, day in and day out. And you know what? The day before Reclamation Day, I absolutely believed it. But everything changed the moment those doors opened. From what I've seen over this past year has made it so obvious that if you give people some kind of great power, they're going to use that for whatever they want. And whatever they want is probably not what you want. Those nukes, they're scary. They do some terrible things. I know I've lost a few (laughs) camps to them, so I miss those. Miss a lot of things. What I like to do now is actually play you an excerpt from my husband's holiday series, Fear and Loathing in West Virginia, as he called it. This holotape itself was recorded from just before the founding of the city, and it might give you a little bit of insight into what happened in the city before the war and what we were planning on doing with it in our next rendition. My father hated Watoga. My father was a man of government and hated the idea of an automated city. He wasn't against automation generally, or in any other context. Because he didn't care whose jobs were lost until it was his job on the line. Who needs a senator when a robot could do it? Sometime after 2042, the city was established. But the serious investors came later. Atomic Mining Services, Robco, plus big bucks from the federal government. The city itself was very large. Very tall, too. The municipal buildings, the medical building, the transit building, all very tall. Down below, the underground parking garage was fabled to be massive. But we couldn't quite find a way in yet. The political system of the city was meant to be futuristic, too. Mayors got to be dictators, and the city's robots got to run it all for them. Watoga could be dangerous, but it was mostly harmless. Most mayors didn't have the inspiration to take it too far. Mostly they made stupid laws, like banning certain baby names. An interesting concept. Horribly executed. I was, M, mayor of Watoga. The computer made me mayor. Her name is Maya, and she is fantastic. My father was a senator, and he showed me the politics up close. The backroom deals, the handshakes and smiles, and the checks. This is America. Nothing moved without money. Inside 76, we were taught of government from a historical context. A big high view of it all. The theory. And the development of that theory. We took a flu in the face of all that. A city of robots, of automated mayors. Luckily, Maya recorded it all, and now, hundreds of hours into the tapes, the conversations with the robot. I have learned a lot. She's an inspiration. Watoga is a great city. It might still be the city of the future. It's just not the future that they envisioned. My, my husband was a talker. Is a talker. But what he says about Watoga is important because I think it's part of why we settled there. Back in the day, before the war, this was the city of the future. And look what they did to it. The former residents made some petty laws to control everything and they changed anything they wanted at their whim. 
They enforced some kind of social elite and suppressed everyone who didn't agree with them or meet their high standards or their levels of wealth. I mean, the automation seemed like a great idea, but that bizarre method of selecting the mayor is exactly what allowed everything to go so far off the rails. They pushed the limit of what could have been a bright future and a collapse on them. Because they pushed too hard. I'm not saying they deserve to be slaughtered. But I also didn't shed a tear when I learned of their fate. We knew we could do better than them. We knew we could give this city a second chance. And maybe this city could be a second chance for us. Now, to achieve this, we had to stick by three ideals. The first one, which was important to my husband, was that we wanted a true democracy. He wanted everybody to have a say. All the citizens would be able to make some kind of decision in their government. That would make everything fair. And we would try to prevent the abuses of power that everybody used to have before. Also, it was important that our city was inclusive. We wanted everybody to be welcome. I don't care who you were. I don't care what you did, where you came from. You could take shelter here. As long as you weren't planning on attacking us or infiltrating us or destroying us, as long as you were actually just a good person, you were welcome. And lastly, we just wanted opportunity. Everybody who came to the city was supposed to find some kind of value. Needed something? Someone will help you find a vendor. Needed help trying to complete those quests that the overseer, robots, and or people in the past gave you? Someone was there to help. Wanted to be who you were? Without fear of rebuttal? you were in the right place. If we could follow those three things, we knew we'd have something you couldn't find elsewhere in Appalachia. However, in the wake of our emergence into the world, we weren't the only government to exist. But we did believe ourselves to be a government of and for the people. There were other groups who were founded on different ideals. They weren't worse. They weren't better. They were just different. And they thought we'd be crushed because we flew a little too close to the sun. But you can't crush the future. <laughs> Look at me going on about all those things. That'll be a story for another day. Today, I'm here to tell you that we have done our best over the last year. Are we perfect people? Of course not. <laughs> there have been some mistakes made. Oh boy, there have been some mistakes made. There are always going to be growing pains, though. Some of us may have said things or made decisions that upset others. Maybe those decisions in the moment felt fair and made sense. But now, looking back, they may not have been the best solution. The difference is, in Matoga, we own up to our mistakes and we do our best to learn from them. I am not the same person I was a year ago. And the city is not the same city it was a year ago. But this city is absolutely still home. And so I invite you on this journey with me, my dear listener, from some point in the future. I will tell you about all of our trials and our tribulations, our loves, our heartbreaks, and our determination to show that we are going to keep going and we are going to keep thriving. This city may be the last stronghold of society. And I'll be damned if I'm going to let it go down without a fight. Until then, dear listener, I'll see you.